This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer, and drinking out of a new water bottle. <laughs> this is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and FBI agent. Which FBI standing for female body inspector. <laughs> well, you have found us, the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committing to bringing you inspiration. Motivation. And sometimes information. Uh, committing, yeah. <laughs> timidity, committing, committing. I didn't quite uh, get that out right, but, but I'll we'll get the idea. Let me see if I can do this part. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. That was good. I'd say, should we quit? (laughs) 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 Should we got to? I mean, wow. These are getting a female body inspector. I think, I think there's actually police at your house right now. I I did (laughs) press the button and they, they know what to do. They know where to go. No questions asked. Great. So tell, tell Nancy and stone. See a couple, probably not. It's probably a second time offender, right? Not first. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you seen those t-shirts at like Venice beach? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Venice yeah. beach is the place for those for t-shirts. horny t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, good to see you stanger. Missed you. I know. Good to see you. Uh, we banked some episodes. So Aaron and I haven't seen each other for a while and, uh, it's good to see you. I miss you, buddy. What's going on? What's what's happening in your life? Well, I had a birthday, had my anniversary, really been busy, you know? Big anniversary, big birthday, year one anniversary. What's what's year one? It's actually or something? It's actually our second. Oh no. Yeah. Second because you got married uh in the COVID and hard right. and early COVID days. What was the se- I looked it up. Second anniversary. Hold on. Cause it was I I thought about trying to figure something out with it. Cotton. Hmm. Hmm. Eh, you know, t-shirt. I don't know. We didn't do much cause we we're trying to, we we're trying to go on our honeymoon, uh, in a couple of months and we want to go kind of berserker mode on that. So we're <laughs> yeah. trying to just do normal chill stuff. So we just went out to dinner. Uh, my birthday is the fourth. So I wanted no, um, America. Nothing. No- you celebrated. get cheated with the holiday birthday. Yeah. So we went to just like rented a cabin and hung out with our friends. And uh, there was some subtle red, white, and blue clothing on Monday, but I let Mm. it slide, you know, so I didn't bring it up. Didn't want to ruin anyone's joy, but. Now, how has this journey been with the 4th of July birthday? Did you initially like it as a kid because there was a lot of stuff going on around your birthday? Yeah. And then eventually it started to be a drag. You couldn't have an actual birthday party with your friends. Nobody can make it. It's a holiday weekend. Um, <laughs> it's, like, you start, it's like you read you, my diary <laughs> since I was a child. Yeah. You start to feel kind of cheated by mm-hmm. it. And, mm-hmm. then, uh, and it's never like... You never can just have like the chill birthday thing because it's always like there's always shit going on that weekend. So you got to do it the weekend prior or the weekend after, and it always feels like a cheat. Yeah, you're so well, you're stepping on other people's toes at that point. You yeah, know, it's yeah. So it is. You know, the last the year before we just threw a big Fourth of July party, and that was a catch all. It was its own kind of 
you know, sad day for me because, you know, a couple of people know it was my birthday, but it wasn't about me. It was, it was about, you know, mm. fireworks and bullshit. Um, but I do, I do think I have it on camera somewhere. Me saying some really bad stuff about America that I worry will someday come out because, because we share a birthday and I have no real anger other than, you know, uh, actual, you know, frustration with what's going on. But other than that, uh, I just, I, you know, I, it's more a frustration with your parents planning. Well, supposedly my uh -oh. mom's doctor, what wanted the fourth off. And so he induced her on the third and I didn't come out until wow. the middle of the day on the fourth, but he, you know, he got to go on his boat or whatever after that. So good for him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is funny. Either way, you're kind of sunk a day prior or a day after because right. it's still it's that. Right, it's all the always, same. It's all the same. I will say, though, if you got to pick a holiday one, timing-wise, it's better than Christmas or New yes. Year's because yeah. those people always get boned on their gifts. Gifts. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't. I get, you know, I still get presents like normal. And even if, even if you don't get boned on the gifts, say you get, you get double <laughs> Just relax. Everybody knows what I mean. You no, get I know, but it's also fun because I play trombone, and so it's double okay. funny for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, even if you get your, you get a like a fair haul for your birthday and a fair haul for Christmas or Hanukkah, whatever. If you celebrate, whatever you celebrate um, on those on those two days, like if they fall like close to each other mm -hmm. around that weekend or on it, it's still tricky as a kid because. I would like stuff would come up and I would want things. And I fortunately have a summer birthday. So it was like, Ooh, I, I can ask for this in the summertime and get like, you yep. know, get something I need. And then Christmas comes around and you can get something you need. It's tough when you got to make yeah, all like spread it out. This is it. For, yeah. This is it for the year for me. So I better <laughs> choose wisely. Cause that's true. I, I don't think have any I, toys coming in. Yeah. You have a full year of, of just one big haul and that's it. But I will say, I think that if you have a holiday birthday, and I might have even said this on the show before, I feel like I've said it so much, is you should just get to pick a random other day in the year that you get to claim as yours. Now, is that extra? Maybe. But I'm like, it, it, of all the birthdays of like holiday birthdays, July 4th really isn't that bad. But it does suck to every year. You just have a freaking barbecue every year. You have a barbecue. If you don't, people are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have lasagna. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that. You know, it's like, no, you're going to have a freaking hot dog or a hamburger and get on with your day. Um, so I totally to get it. I think that people try to do that and it never works. Right. It's Cause people are like, no, it's not your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, whatever. Yeah. And also it does give you a birthday thing. Like I have no, I don't care about my birthday. I have no. When's your birthday? It's in May, May 25th, the end of May. Yeah. Like, that sounds I, perfect. It is. It's, it is perfect. So now I don't have anything. I don't care about it. I never feel like I got cheated on it. Yeah. If like, I don't get to do something for it. Like it's not the end of the world. Cause it's like, I've all, I've covered there. I have no, uh, abandonment issues with my birthday. It's like, I'm, <laughs> Is that what this I'm is? I'm healthy. Abandonment issues. I, I don't know. I, I only know so many psychological terms. Yeah. Um, so people know from the header that yep. this is a, a questions episode. It's us checking in with each other, checking in with you, 
also, you know, light birthday conversation, which, yep. you know, often finds its way into these episodes. <laughs> uh, no matter what time of year we're doing them. Um, checking in. How's workouts going? Uh, you know, you had the holiday. You had your birthday. So there's a little party party. Now are yeah. you starting to kind of train for your, your honeymoon? Getting yeah, so bikini ready? I think, well, I don't think we're going to be bikini zoned. I think we're going, we're going Europe. Oh, you're going to Europe. We're, it was was it Hawaii for a while? Was that it was or did I make that up? You did not make that up. We were we were kind of doing a a I would call it like a rushed version of a honeymoon because mm. COVID we we were like COVID seems to be like quiet and we didn't have our passports renewed yet, and so we needed that. So we knew we needed to stay in America. And then uh, Jason was trying to get into this like trial program for something with spinal cord injury, like trials. And so that was going to start January 1st, and it was like he'd have to drive to this place an hour away four times a week. So we were like, okay, let's just pick Hawaii, and we'll just like go for it. Gotcha. So, that, so that was kind of... And then, you know, everything went down. We had to cancel it. And so now that we've had time and we have our passports renewed, we were like, okay, if we could do anything in the freaking world, what what would we do? So that's when we, but I will say, I still I keep gaining weight. It's just a really awful time for me. <laughs> and I know, like, I, I would say I've been tracking my weight very closely for like seven years. Around this time of year, I always gain weight and it feels so in, like counterintuitive or like what I hear other people do, which is like usually people like gain weight kind of in the holiday, like, um, right. you know, it's cold, you want to be in more and stuff. Mm -hmm. But for me, I, I usually kind of like lose weight a little bit more during that time or have an easier time maintaining for some reason when it's the freaking summer. I love summer drinking and yeah, food and like going to like out with friends. Like I'm just, and so I, I know social. this. Yeah. I know this about myself and I, it still shocks me every year. And so, <laughs> so with having a birthday and a anniversary right back to back in the middle of this already fun time for me, um, it is alarming to just watch the scale. And I know that you're not supposed to just watch the scale, but that's the tool I have every day that I have access to. And then once a month I have like the, the pros come in and help, help. But, uh, so that's where I'm at. I think I am trying to just lift. I'm trying to focus on lifting, uh, not necessarily like crazy heavy, but a little more consistently, Instead of, cause I, whenever I get, whenever I see the scale go up, I, I have that knee jerk reaction to just start doing cardio, which yeah. I, I, that was actually something I wanted to ask about was like, is that just from growing up in the nineties or is that like just from hearing like fad diets over the years or is there any like real science to like cardio being better to lose weight? Well, I think all of it, I think everything you're saying, I think the psychological, um, you know, impulse to kind of that you're feeling for all those reasons is relatable and makes sense. Um, and probably, you know, is born out of when we, you know, c cut our teeth with trying to start dieting and do exercise. Um, that being said, 
I don't know. I mean, it like if you have like a um, if you have a good amount of um, lean body mass already. So we talk, you know, you and I will talk to uh, I'll say female listeners a lot who um, you know feel like they're they're gaining weight or feel like they can't get lean and it's you know all they're doing is cardio and they're doing very light weights or no weights at all and dieting. Mm-hmm. And so we're always saying, hey, you're you've lost all your calorie burning potential and so your metabolism's upside down now because you have literally no muscle. So you need no calories. And so you have to put muscle back on so that you can then, you know, uh, effectively lose weight. It's how you rip into that adipose tissue. But I would say like, you know, you have muscle on you. And so, you know, you wanted to get into more of like a cutting cycle. Yeah. Um, there, is, there is something to that. But also, I think that like your mindset is right. If you're being realistic, like, look, you're going to have some extra calories now. It's just part of your lifestyle. And so why not lean into the weights a little bit then? So yeah. it's like, okay. I'm going to go out a little bit. I'm going to maybe indulge more and have more calories than I normally would. So fuck it. I'll make sure that I'm always lifting weights so that I use it all up. Yeah. You know, I think that's better than like panicking and just like, <laughs> I'll do, a, you know, I'll do 100 hours of, you know, stair stepper or something I like know. that, which doesn't. I know. It's so like, it's, I, I do think there is something connected with like psychologically of like of the feeling of running just like, or the feeling of like that high heart rate over a long period of time feels like you're running away from your problems. Like it's like, oh, yeah, it's like, it I does, know. it feels like you're getting that out of you or something maybe. But I, yeah, it's interesting because I can, I can preach it all day. Exactly what you just said to my clients. And, but when it's me, I'm like, ah, ah, I got yeah. ah, no, that shit works. <laughs> it's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really is so. God, it's I know what so to do. Hard. Give me fucking snack wells and step class. It's all I need. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was like, okay, Weight Watchers help like help me before <laughs> I could do it again. Like, it's yeah, it's just, and I. I know, I know what to do. I just don't yeah. want to do it. That's the truth is I just want to just be, I just want to live my life. <laughs> uh, it's fucking, it's fucking hard when you have something that like did work and was kind of your jam and you got good yeah. at it and then, then it's not serving you anymore. It's just kind of like, oh shit. Yeah. You know? I got to figure this out again. <laughs> I don't want to retool now at my age. Yeah. got to retool shit. So that's, that's kind of, that's kind of what I've been going through too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one of our recent guests, Corey Clifford, a uh, mutual friend of ours, uh, mentioned that she saw your, you know, your, our little reel that we posted uh, with you and the bands. Mm. And I'll say, she said, you, you look huge is what her exact words. <laughs> and now I did say, you know, it's a small room. So maybe that was it. But so congrats, whatever you're lifting, you're, you're, you're killing it. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I was also, um, you angled the camera very heroic for us. Um, <laughs> I, really? Did I? <laughs> just a, a regular, shot upward? Uh, just a regular uh, shot. You know, you're fine. Uh, I, you know, the goal, it, the goal isn't necessarily to get huge either. It was more just to kind of fill, you know, f- fill out a little bit just cause I'd been, t- you know, I, I keep feel I feel like I'm saying it a lot on every podcast I'm on, but I just felt like I'd flattened out a little bit. 
um, from kind of dieting and doing, you know, so much of the same weight. And so I, you know, I, I, I don't know what I weigh now. Like, I don't really, really want to get on the scale. Like I'm kind of scared to see it because it's, you know, I'm sure I'm over 200 pounds right now, but whatever. You know. Hey, what's, but what's normal for you? I had gotten down to, I'd been, you know, for me being around 200 pounds, is not a big deal. Like I've been there before. And then, um, I, I'd gotten pretty, pretty light down around like 190, And I kind of liked that, you know, 185, mm-hmm. 190. but I was, I was really fighting to stay down there. And then, you know, I was, I was really starting to kind of cannibalize some muscle and it was just, I'd been down there too long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so you and had so the, wasn't, I had to like, kind of like, you know, pump myself back up a little bit and then maybe like I'll whittle down some, I mean, I just kind of like, you know, as, as you age, especially like guys like me and in my family, like as we age, you know, like in our body types, you know, you can kind of start to hold on to some weight. And so, and I think just from like a joint and, you know, comfort and longevity standpoint, being a little lighter is better. But um, I didn't like what was happening aesthetically, and so yeah. Um, so I don't know. Now it's kind of finding some balance between maybe you know lifting you know heavier in some 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 parts of the year, and then you know I don't know. Anyway, I know. I was like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm rambling. Sorry. No, you're not. I think it's like the like for the everyday human being <laughs> that's not like in some sort of um you know, like weight cycle or like, like it is, I think our, my, our, my mindset was always just like, Oh, you just, you lose weight and then you get to what you want. And then you just try to stay there until you die. That was just like, and so, um, and we have talked about it on here too, of like everybody talking about bulk maintenance, cut, blah, blah, blah. And just trying to figure out how to navigate as like, just, person who has a job and family and life d- is it realistic to stay at a weight number for longer than a year or something you know like what is that that's what a is great stinger <laughs> that's a great question and i don't know if i can ever be just a maintenance person i'd like to be you know i'd like to just kind of get to where i like and stay there I don't know if it works, you know, because I feel like, you know, I have maybe like a, a body type that I genetically want to be. And I'm always kind of fighting against that a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, not, not in like a sad (laughs) eating disorder or disordered eating way, but you know, maybe just a little thicker and bigger in a way that I don't, that it's, it doesn't seem healthy for me. Um, and that may be if, you know, from years of kind of, strange eating habits from playing sports or something. But, um, you know, I may never be, I may never ever be able to, you know, be like, I have my, you know, 1800 calories a day. I do my 22 minutes of cardio three times a week and I do this and that's all I do. I know it's just, it just ain't going to happen for me. It's always some kind of like project, you know, I know. Cause I, that's what I was like. Okay. I think I, I think I need a goal. Like I don't, I, I was I was like, should I go back and listen to our New Year's episode and be like, what was? <laughs> oh yeah, I, for, I fucking forgot all that I shit, know, all I the was, promises we made. I know. I was like, we're seven months in. I should probably 
See, we gave shit to each other. We should both check. Let's I know. both check okay, that. Okay, let's do that. We'll, we will. Um, I don't want to hear my stupid voice. I though, hate yeah. listening to my voice. God, I hate it. Um, but yeah, I I think that I need a goal. And the honeymoon thing I think could work because I, I'm at the weight and I feel it where I'm starting to need to use my... Uh, my larger clothes. Like I I think everyone should have clothes that can kind Mm -hmm. of be, you know, I'm like on the, I'm on the larger side of a small and the smaller side of a medium, but I'm definitely creeping to the, like where the mediums are the, are the the place now, which is fine, but I don't want to have to buy new clothes like crazy. So I'm like, okay, I need a, I need to, I need to just figure out, like, I don't even need a lot of difference at this point. I just like to feel like I'm not just on a a rocket ship (laughs) back to my own 200 pound body, which is fine. But like, that was like a place I worked really hard to get away from. You're you're allowed to say you don't want that. We're we're giving each other a pass on all this kind of shit. We don't, you don't ever want to like say that body acceptance is not okay or, or any of this kind of stuff. You should love yourself at every weight, but at the same time you can have goals and you can have something you want to stick to and, you know, maintain and all that shit. And I, I think it's very relatable. Um, now for your honeymoon, I've heard good things about, um, a place called Italy. Have you heard of it? Oh yeah. I've been reading (laughs) up on it. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're, you know know what? We're hitting it. uh, We're hitting Italy. We're hitting France and that's it. Uh, I, you know, you hear, and we've joked about it on the show. I think I can't remember if you were, if you were listening or if you were, if you were hosting or not then, but, um, just like people like go to Italy or go to Europe and then just talk about how they eat everything and lose weight. So I don't know, maybe <laughs> That's so I went true. there, I, I ate everything. I, lost, I lost weight. weight. Something we had about gelato. the food. Something yeah. about the food is made better. Something about it. Their, their weed is different. We had gelato every day, <laughs> five times a day. We walked everywhere and lost weight. Art, gelato, art. <laughs> yeah. You lost muscle, bitch. No, that's, <laughs> I've been watching, um, Oh, I do want to say this in the, in the intro when I was so quiet trying to think of something and then I, you know, came up with drinking out of a new water bottle. What I was going to say, which I think you've done before, (laughs) which I probably have. God, I'm so good at this. And it was my idea. Um, I have been, I've been watching better call Saul. Oh, great. I, I haven't, but I heard it's awesome. It really, it's, it is. I would say the pilot was rough and I wasn't sure I was going to like it. And then I do. I love it. Okay. But then I have restarted watching Breaking Bad because Mm. I wanted to see like the, like, what are the crossovers? What are, yeah. Who are the characters that are like in there, whatever. And so I have heard bitch a bunch. And so I did just say it. I felt like it was like, oh, it's because I've been watching Breaking Bad and Aaron and Paul or Aaron Paul says bitch all the time. Uh, that's funny. And one time I saw him at stout in LA. Have you ever been to stout the burger place? I've driven by it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't like count? to eat at a restaurant without, cause you have to wear a shirt. Um, <laughs> people were terrified by all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but People I saw, like, him, I saw him there and I went like this. I was like, oh, 
And I like, I, he saw me make that face. And then I went, uh, and then I just kind of, just kind of put my hand out like in a, like just a, a very small wave. And he just like nodded and th- that was it. But I was just like, I couldn't stop my face from, oh, oh, I love him. So Aaron, I've had similar experiences with celebrities in LA and there is a scene. <laughs> this is so dumb. There's a scene in the Batman Dark Knight Rises movie, the third movie with Christian Bale, <laughs> where at the end of the movie, you think that Batman has died. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. And, and uh, his little um, you know, helper, uh, Michael Caine, sees him in, like, in Europe and like he has a moment where he sees him like eating and he's just like, <gasps> like, holy shit, like he's going to say something. And they both like make eye contact. And then Michael Caine doesn't acknowledge that he saw him. And like, I feel like I've had that exchange because <laughs> you have like, you like recognize somebody. You're like, I've been watching you every night for a year, but you don't want to like freak him out. And like what, you know, you don't care. And they're like, I know you know who I am. Can we just move on? And you're yes. like, yes, of course. And you just leave. It happened with me and Natalie Portman at Whole Foods one time. Oh, I was like, wow. How, how do I know you like in my face and like all like within a second, like it all like, I know that. How do I know him? Surprise, excitement to, I'm not going to bother you. To to, like, a, yeah. <laughs> I'll send it? you a, cl- a clip of the Michael Caine thing. And please you know, do. See, see it it's really, it's a really weird specific. Um, but I, when I was watching that movie, that's exactly what I thought of when I saw it. I was like, <laughs> of that's the flashes the, of all of the yeah. times it's happened to you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just met um, Stephanie Tanner from, you know, Full House. I just met her at a party. Jody Sweeten. Yeah. And I was like, I really wanted to just ask her, like, how, because I pretended like she's just a human being. I didn't bring up, hey, I know you're Stephanie Tanner. (laughs) I didn't say that. But I was like, how, what is it like to navigate the world knowing 99% of people, at least my age, are like stunned by meeting you or sh- like, just yeah. like, this is the craziest day of your life that you get to hang out with Stephanie Tanner. So it must be a weird life that you're now living uh, because you're making a movie, um, which I did talk about when I was interviewing George Basil about how Eugene got famous and he, you know, now he's in movies and he left and now you're the one going off and getting famous and then you're going to leave. So I have to find my next. I wouldn't worry about it. I I think you'll be the one that graduates off. Um, What's up, y'all? You got Aaron and Stanger here, and we're interrupting ourselves to let you know that the folks at Buy Optimizers have done it again. They've just released their new and improved formula for magnesium breakthrough, the most powerful magnesium supplement on the market today. Well, Stanger, uh, tell the listeners out there, what is up with magnesium? What do, do we need it? Do we have it? Are we looking for it? I'm glad you asked, Aaron, and I'm glad that people out there listening are curious. Um, Let me tell you this, guys. Magnesium is involved in 80% of the body's metabolic reactions. And here's the kicker, Aaron, if I may. 75% of people are not getting enough magnesium. Wow. It's an epidemic. There's, there's, people don't realize they're not getting enough magnesium. Um, And it's bad. When you don't get enough magnesium... 
you don't get enough uh, sleep, you have low energy, you've got higher stress levels. And so getting the optimum amount of magnesium is crucial. Um, and so people need to find a good supplement to make sure that they're at the proper levels. It's a, it's a crucial micronutrient. So this is the new fourth generation formula. Okay. So it also, it now includes cofactors like B6 and manganese that help with the absorption of magnesium. Right. People think they're all cute because they're, they, they tell me, oh, hey, Stanger, I'm supplementing with magnesium already. And I'm like, well, is your body absorbing it? Because you need to make, we don't know. You need to make it bioavailable. I know for a fact that if you're taking the new fourth gen formula of magnesium breakthrough from bioptimizers that your body's absorbing it because it's got those crucial cofactors that you need. So um, we want you guys uh, to support your mental wellness and we want you to feel like yourself again. Uh, so simply take two capsules before you go to bed and you'll be amazed by the improvements in your mood and energy levels and how much more rested you feel when you wake up. Okay, for an exclusive offer for our listeners, go to magbreakthrough.com slash dumbbells and use dumbbells during checkout to save 10% and get free shipping. And one last thing, if you want your loved ones to be healthier, consider giving them the gift of magnesium breakthrough for Mother's Day, Father's Day, spring, summer, birthday, you know, like mine. Um, again, that special link is magbreakthrough.com slash dumbbells and use dumbbells during checkout to save 10% and get free shipping. We also want to tell you guys about another great sponsor we have for the show today called BetterHelp. Uh, here's the deal, dudes. You got to take care of your mental health, right, Aaron? You do. Absolutely. It's, we talk a lot of, on this show about physical health, nutritional health, and you know what? I've been bringing, I've been bringing the mental health talk up a lot. Came up this damn episode, as a matter of fact. Came it up. Did. If it hasn't come up already, it's coming for you. Um, People take care of their car, they take care of their homes, they take care of their loved ones, their kids, all that kind of stuff. You got to take care of your mind. That's you, baby. You only got one you, and why not focus on all aspects of your health? Not only the physical, but the mental. Um, it's crucial. Uh, it, it affects how you experience your life, um, so yep. it's important to invest time and care into keeping your mind and brain healthy. Um, there's plenty of ways to support a healthy brain. Like learning a new language, taking power naps, getting enough rest, Sudokus, reading oh, books, yeah. all that kind of good stuff. But there's also BetterHelp online therapy too. Yes. So BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions. So if you don't want anyone to see you on, on camera, you don't have to. Um, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So depending on how, um, you know, how urgent it feels, like if it feels like something you need to start today or tomorrow, that they can they can help you with that. That's not something that you could maybe do on your own if you were just, you know, scrolling the internet. Well, I'll tell um, you, Aaron, I was struggling with um, some compulsive eating stuff. I needed to get with a therapist. I knew it because I couldn't handle it on my own. This was before I had access to better help. And so I was just, 
I would feel the impulse. I would want to do it. I would maybe look up online or call somebody. They didn't have an appointment available. And so then I would just kind of bail on it. And then it would stretch yeah. it out like another month or two months or three months. And it took me way longer to get going on that than if I had just signed up with BetterHelp, got with a therapist in under 48 hours, I would have done it. I would have, yeah. you know, I would have been able to act on that impulse. But, um, you know, I was flailing there for a while because I didn't have access to BetterHelp. Yeah, it, therapy is one of those things that I had. I think I had it set on my computer as like a window, and I wouldn't close it. I just like it was like the place I knew I wanted to try, but I just kept finding reasons to mm-hmm. not click on it, and so it just like stayed. It was like one of my favorites. It was like a bookmark <laughs> for like a year before yeah. I actually was like, "All right, let me just do this." Yeah. <laughs> Pull the trigger. Get some help, guys. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. That's betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Back to the show. So let's um let's Should look at we, a couple questions. Yeah, let's transition to questions. There's one that um that you actually made me think of. Um somebody wrote in to our Gmail. So if you have a question for us that's maybe long form, maybe you don't use any of the socials, good on you. Um, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. You can email us anytime and we'll, you know, get to the questions on these um these episodes. Uh, the question episodes, and there may be some other ones too, but this one I liked because um, you were just kind of talking about this with your birthday and summer and all that kind of stuff. So this is coming to us from Brian. Hey, Aaron and Ryan, I am just wondering if you have any tips on how to drink less alcohol during social settings. I'm a 26 year old single man, so all my friends are interested. In, all my friends, so all my friends are interested in is partying and going out. And dating is pretty much impossible without doing these things. I'm extremely invested in diet and health and fitness, and this has been interfering with those goals. Do you guys have any idea of how to avoid drinking during these social events where I won't feel left out, or should I just find new friends? New friends, new friends. That's my answer. That's a good song. (laughs) Yeah, new friends. No, I have a better answer, I'm sure, but... That was just, uh, it seemed like a fun option that he even just put in there just to be safe. New friends. Yeah. Um, it could be kind of cool to just get a whole new set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it. worth a shot, honestly. Um, oh, gosh. You might get some new all. dates, you know. New, some g- important networking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it could be. Outside of new friends, I guess I'd say like um, something I do at parties is um, just take a shot when you first get there. (laughs) 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 And And then just drink water. And then you're just, you're a little tipsy and then you're just drinking water. Maybe sparkling water. Um, that's a pretty low calorie way to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's low cal. I mean, I'm I'm curious, B dog, if I may, Brian. Yeah. Um, what is it that you don't want to drink at all? Is it that you're 
tempted by it? Um, or is it that you feel like you're a buzzkill, like if everybody else is partying and you're not? Um, you know, if you're saying no or passing on the drinks and stuff. And dating I get too because, you know, it can seem creepy if you're like, if yeah, you're let me buy not- you a drink and like I will not drink, you know. So um, I don't know. And I don't know if maybe one drink is kind of a trigger for you. Like, so if you have you know, one cocktail. I will say that just sticking with like a vodka or a uh, tequila soda um, as like your drink that you kind of yeah. nurse is a good low calorie way to, you know, I would, I wouldn't fuck with beer, um, you know, and, yeah. and doing like one, like a clear spirit or something like that. And you're just mixing it with no sugar, you know, just lime and soda um, as far as like a good, you know, low calorie way to have your drink. And then what I would do, so if you're with buddies and stuff, you don't have to make like a big thing of it, but do maybe your one kind of vodka or tequila soda and then just switch to soda water, um, yeah. you know, after that and keep it, you know, kind of in the same glass that way you can have a drink in your hand the whole time. If anybody asks you, you can just say, I'm drinking soda water now. You don't have to f- lie about it or, you know, be a weirdo, but um, it may just be enough to kind of throw people off the scent. I also, I remember when I was kind of like around your age and, and watching what I was doing too. And I felt like if I was too declarative about it, people would, you know, some of my friends would be like, yeah. Yeah. So there was a way that I could just kind of, you know, never lie or misrepresent, but just maybe, you know, not bring it up as much and just kind of be, you know, be more background as opposed to what Stanger going to eat tonight front and center. Oh yeah. no, he's not going to drink. Boo, you know that kind of shit. So, <laughs> I I I think there's that. And then as far as dating, I don't know where Aaron, what do you think? Um, I mean, I think like like what you said, tequila soda, that's kind of, you know, an easy low calorie thing. But also, I would say my uh, there are plenty of other things you can do than go get a drink. And I think that are just like even more fun ways to get to know people. So like, you know, me and my husband, he asked me to get coffee the first time. And then we had like a hike, a, a public hike. I wouldn't tell anyone to go on a like a little, you know, with a hike with a person you don't know very well. But, you know, like stuff like that so that it's not just all alcohol like go out for a drink driven. Cause then it also sets up your relationship. If you get it, get that far to be not just like every night you Party go people. home and drink. Yeah. Which, you know, that could happen if you go through enough shit together, but, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, that's what I would say is, uh, get a drink if you want. If you don't, it's like, I've never, I've never been out with someone and they, didn't get a drink. And then I was like, well, that's a no for me. (laughs) You know, like that's just, you know, I think if someone's trying like just to drink on the weekends and you go out on a Tuesday, you can say that like, Oh, you know, I don't drink until the weekends. I care about my body. People like that stuff. (laughs) They, you know, not just like to get fucked up and, and die. Is that good advice? Nice to meet you, Brian. I'm looking to get <laughs> fucked up and die. <laughs> well, okay. 
But I, I would, <laughs> I would also say, like, I think always a good rule of thumb is have a drink if you're gonna drink, and then have water, drink water, like, because then you're not, then your body's still able to kind of keep working instead of it just like you becoming dehydrated, drunk faster, and then that's when the food, the the food temptations start to creep in because you're. I love um like strategies from alcoholics drink water, drink, then water. And then like, what I do is I switch just to wine and then <laughs> there's so many ways to work with it, to yeah. work with your alcoholism. Okay. We can work with this. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think I, 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 it's, it's a tough question. I, I feel for you, buddy. I mean, there's, um, I definitely don't think you have new friends, don't need new friends, but I think you'll, you'll figure out ways that you can kind of say it and make sure that you get your needs met in a way that you don't have to lie or misrepresent yourself, but at the same time, you don't have to worry about it, you know, putting the brakes on, you know, everybody else's good time. And I think, you know, a good kind of camouflage is starting with one and then switching to just the, the soda water with lime by the end, because yeah. that can... You know, because I feel like it comes up when you don't have a drink in your hand, you know, and people are like, yeah. hey, what can I get you? What's going on? Oh, I'm not. You know, it's chest day tomorrow. And they're like, what? <laughs> chest day? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And you're like, oh, I lift weight, you know, and then you're getting into macros and shit. And it's like there's the music's thumping and you're just like, oh, fuck, I don't want to be doing this. Yeah. So if you just have like the little tumbler with a lime in it and some soda water, you know, people will back off usually. Yeah. Literally nobody will care. Yeah. And yeah, then you'll yeah. be like the cool guy that can uh, drive home, you know? Yeah, dude. Sober driver. That's always a fun role to play. Um, <laughs> so fun exciting. role to play. Is there another question? It looks like you're. Yeah, we got more on here. Um, my fitness pal macros and free ver version. Oh, here's a disguise. He's pointing out to us. Mm. Um, this is coming to us from Nate. Hey, y'all. I like that. To my brother? Folksy. I think it's your brother. Uh, brother just, wanted to, just wanted to point out that um, Aaron's my sister. Have a great day. Whoa, oh, crazy. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> I didn't think he listened to this. Uh, hey, y'all. Just wanted to point out that you can see your protein slash fat slash carb splits into my fitness pal app free version, oh, but it's cool. kind of a pain to get to probably by design. Mm. I had the same problem when I was trying to track all my food for a few weeks. Um, I had food and few too close together there. Yeah. And so I said feud. Yeah. Like, like, uh, and it made me think of family feud and I'm thinking about Steve Harvey and now here we are. Yeah, yeah, here we are. So he gives instructions about what you do. Click on diary, then scroll down to nutrition and then click macros on the right hand side. You can also adjust the percentages for different macro splits. Hope this helps. Um, that's cool. Good that, hack. Dude. That does help. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, they got my money from me cause I couldn't figure it out. So hopefully they, it saves everybody here. $149 for the year. Uh, agreed. Here's something else I wanted to read too. This is coming to us from Aaron. Hey guys, I was shocked to hear Stanger's store story about licking a slug because I also licked a slug during a fifth grade field trip um, at the urging of the naturalist. It made my tongue feel numb as promised. 
I think I was the only person in my class who tried it, and I'm pretty sure I only did it because the naturalists seemed to be crestfallen when it appeared that no one would try. Thanks for making me feel less alone, Aaron. Wow. I also wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) So our emails are filled with emails from my brother and me. Yeah. Aaron, that could have come in handy when I was burying my soul about licking the slug. I wanted you to be alone, alone. And I thought this was my time to write us an email. (laughs) I love that Aaron um, wrote in and said that because I definitely felt like I was on an island in sharing all that. Um, thank you for writing in. Thank I feel, you, thank you I, for reading it. I feel similar, um, that like maybe I did it because the person wanted it, hap- wanted it to, uh, wanted us to experience it and nobody else was going to do it. And I can't remember if other people also licked it. I felt like I might've been the only one, but I, maybe multiple people licked it. <laughs> um, and mine was seventh grade, um, for a trip called the Marine biology trip. Cute. Um, we went away for like a weekend. Whoa, f- romantic. Ex- yeah, it was fucking exciting, dude. Um, last one uh, on the emails. This is coming to us from Daniel. Hey, guys, I have a question for you, too. How do you manage your fitness slash nutrition expectations for the long run? It's also kind of prescient from what we were talking about today, Aaron. Oh, yeah. Um, I recently spent over a year pedal to the metal on a goal of dropping down to a healthy weight and ended up going from 399.6 pounds at my highest to a low of around 190 pounds. I'm sitting at around 200 pounds and some spare change now. This is the first time in my life that I've never not been morbidly obese and I was hoping for some insight on how you guys balance your nutrition and workouts to be sustainable and enjoyable. I found without the big goal and the strict rules I set for myself while achieving it, it's harder to stay focused. I feel like I'm flailing some days, and I want to know how you guys keep yourself on a healthy path that feels like something um, that is enjoyable for the long run. I appreciate your takes a lot and can really relate to what you guys say. It means a lot how open and honest you guys have been with your own lives, and I find a lot of connections with some of the recent thoughts and observations Aaron has made about making her own. Uh, Aaron has been making on her own recent fitness journey too. I've been making an effort to go easier on myself and try to recognize the positive changes I've made, but sometimes it's hard. I appreciate any insights you can give. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Dan. Um, P.S. I know how sketchy links are and unsolicited emails, but if you want to see a compilation of my efforts, I took a picture of myself every day for a year. It's fun to look back uh, on when I'm feeling down. I lose track on how far I've come sometimes, and it's nice to reset myself with positive affirmation through this video when I feel bad about decisions I've made that aren't in line with my current health goals. Um, He gives his Instagram, too. I don't know if... Maybe just for us. I don't know if other people, what do you, th- I don't know. Well, Dan, we c- write us back if you want us to share your Instagram yeah, with people, we'll- if you want. Yeah. Uh, s- full fuck. Congratulations, first of all. Yeah. That is I almost incredible. Cried. That's really amazing. Um, I'm sorry that uh, my reading of your email wasn't great. There, there was no grammatical or punctuation errors in Dan's email. <laughs> it was, me it was just. just- the reading of it. Sometimes I feel like I've got too mu- too much uh, teeth and tongue or something. 
I can't get <laughs> my mouth teeth. around. Too much teeth is really fun. Hey, I maybe can't you get do. My, I, may, I can't get my <laughs> mouth around all this dental stuff I've got going on. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, that's an interesting problem to have, Stager. Um, I'd talk to somebody, see if we can get it worked out. A dentist. A dentist. Uh, Dan, yeah, dude, that's fucking awesome. Man, and your, the question, where you're at now, and the questions you have about it is are so relatable. I feel like Aaron and I are talking about this in some way uh, all the time. All the time, right? yeah. 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 It's, that's, that's it, dude. That's, that's the million-dollar question, or billion-dollar with the inflation we got going on right now. <laughs> uh, so what I do mean, you think, Aaron? What jumped out at you in this? Well, I would say like something that's going to help that has helped me is having, um, a community aspect around fitness. Um, even if that's just like a buddy that goes to the gym with you sometimes, or like having, having people around you that are kind of I don't know, working towards similar goals as you, I think is helpful to, in terms of longevity. It was helpful Main, for me at least. Maintaining, um, and, yeah. And I would say like, f- it, you know, I, for me, it was really helpful to do like group classes, um, anything where I was like kind of with people that were like-minded, like trying to be healthy. Um, and then, I think, I don't know, this might be too much, but I would like, if you're not in therapy, I would go to therapy because that is a huge change mentally, physically. Like you said, this is like the first time, you know, like not being in that morbidly obese category. And I remember like my doctor put me in that category at one point and I was like, like getting out of that category I think there's like something to definitely dig in and talk to some a, a literal like a professional about because like there's a lot that goes into is this too preachy like I'm like there's just like so much no. that goes into like with with your body your eating habits like I think just like have like navigating the world in, in those different bodies and like seeing how you are, how other people treat you. Like there's just so much to unpack there that I'm like, go talk to somebody. If you are talking to somebody great, but it can really be, it's just a, a chain. It can change you. That's a lot of loss of like a lot of weight loss. And I think I think, when I lost, like I lost 80 pounds, it's not a hundred, but it was like 80 pounds. And I remember thinking, oh, everything is going to change for me. When I hit this number, everything is going to change. I'm going to start dating people. I'm going to be like, I'm just going to be unstoppable. My career's going to take off. And like, it was just like, absolutely nothing changed. I still did not get asked out on dates, which is really upsetting. Like, I just remember thinking my life would switch gears and then like why did I do all of this if I'm just the same person anyways I could talk about this forever but that's what I would say for longevity 
talk with people, talk with someone about it, have a community of, of people that are in the same, like similar position with you and like make like small goals, kind of like what we're talking about, like having a project to work on that's a little more short term so that you can kind of still get that like dopamine hit of like, Oh, I get, I did that goal. Great. What's next? That kind of thing. Too preachy. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I, of of course, agree with all of that. I think, man, so I haven't, uh, definitely not as much as you, um, as far as a transformation, um, Dan, and not as much as you, Aaron, but I had my own kind of, you know, to where I was, you know, maybe like 260 pounds or so. Mm. And then down to like maybe 190, you know, 200, 190, you know, that kind of thing. And it was different because I was, I was playing sports. I had the weight on for sports um, and, you know, was active while I was doing that, but just the change. And so I relate so much to um, you're working towards it. You want to get down and you could really get addicted to that. um, And it becomes a part of your identity and it's such an esteemable act and it's so monumental and the work and dedication and focus that goes into it. And you can see it in your face and you really look different and you get addicted to the checking in on the changes and the progress. And then at a certain point that stops, like it has to, like you will reach a, he- a healthy weight or a goal weight or something. And then that, and then when it's gone for you, you lose that like Oh, it's like, it's like losing a friend. Like I lost that special thing that I had to wear every day I would check and it was more and my face looked even more different and my body looked even more different. And then it's like, without that anymore, it's like, why do I do, why am I doing this again? Like here I am. And then it's like, and then you go the opposite direction and then, you know, you could feel a little like, you know, hopelessness or despair kind of set in. And so now it's finding that balance. And obviously the, you know, the pace that you had to be on to get there is not sustainable so you got to adjust and it's like you know where Aaron and I are now at the beginning of the show to where it's like well what's the next thing and what is it and how do I maintain and what do I manage and so I think where you're at now there is some benefit into going through all the exercise you did and and being very honest about which what stuff you liked well what did I like I loved when I was um you know, doing this, or I love this kind of training, or I loved it when I worked with a trainer in this way, or I liked it when I was playing basketball. I don't know, whatever it is, write all the stuff down that you like, and then, you know, make sure you, you pay special and close attention to that because you're more likely to return to the things that you enjoy doing than the, you know, the shitty stuff that was, you know, that maybe you need, but didn't like. And so when you're at this, when you're in a rough patch or when the motivation's flagging a little bit, lean on the stuff you like. Shit. I love going and training biceps at the gym. I'm just, even though I did it yesterday, I need to go to the gym today. I'm just going to go and do biceps again. Like who gives a shit? It might not be the most optimum training thing, but it's going to get me, you know, in my car, out of the house and at the gym, yeah. as opposed to, no, I have to have a, uh, a throw up leg day or it doesn't count, you know? And I think that's where you get into the danger of like, you know, these expectations of what a workout has to be or, or what a pace, the pace that you have to keep. 
Um, and you can really like kind of brutalize yourself. And then not only do you start losing the exercise, but you, the despair compounds because you're hard on yourself for not being able to yep. do the stuff that you used to be able to do. And that can be really scary and you can start to feel out of control. And, uh, and then you feel like it's all kind of slipping away from you. And it's like you're, you know, Cinderella turning back into a pumpkin at the end of the night or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, get that Cinderella glass slipper turning back into a pumpkin. <laughs> she turned into a pumpkin, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. She. The whole movie is her back and forth pumpkin, not a pumpkin. Her, pumpkin. Yeah, her fucking horses are back into mice or some shit. And the guy, like, do if you're the little mice, do you want to have a couple hours as a human or as a horse? Seems like human would be the move. You can just eat what you want. Because mice are always looking to like eat. They love human food and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. But also, if you're real tiny, transforming into a giant, powerful animal would be kind of cool too. Yeah, so I don't know. It's a great question for our listeners. Let us know if you were a mouse, if you'd rather be turned into a human or a horse. It's only a couple hours. a couple hours. You are on the clock for Cinderella. You got to be there for her. But Before she becomes a pumpkin. Yeah, but as the human, I mean, you could go and just like you. I, I'm sure that fucking that big reception that the prince had to find the princess had yeah. a shirt, had a shirt, cutie board. <laughs> yeah, you get a bunch of cheese, you know, and like nobody's gonna yeah. bat an eye if you're like a, just a human with a little <laughs> just, outfit on, <laughs> with the, just a big stack of cheese. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've looked like at weddings before, you know. <laughs> you're like fuck that fucking mouse. <laughs> turned into a bride of this wedding and she's wolfing down all the cheese she's got out. a bride um, wow okay that's a, yeah that i mean that's nice. the only time i've seen you at a wedding was as a bride <laughs> uh oh, yeah true so yeah i don't know so that with what aaron's saying you know i think is it's you know this kind of taking stock um you know another thing that like a previous guest has said paul welsh was like he it, you always want to re-audit your diet and so you know, do the My Fitness Pal app, check in on the macros, see how many calories you're getting, you know, especially after you've been doing it for a couple of years and you feel like you got it down. Um, check in with that stuff. And then if you had, if you're on a fitness program for a while, you know, maybe treat yourself and hire a trainer for a week and say, look, this is all the shit I did. This is yeah. the weight I got to. I want to, I want some new fun exercises to try dazzle me. Um, that could be cool too. <laughs> Um, Aaron, yeah. you always love that, you know. I love, I love when a client is like, "Hi, I'm new. Dazzle me," <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, gotcha." All right, so uh, I just but- have like a, a like a sequin leotard. So that's that usually does the trick. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone shuts up about it. Uh, prepare yourself for five thousand. You know. <laughs> inquiries now uh (laughs) yeah i wish come on uh all right any other questions you got anything from uh i got uh, yeah i got a couple but you know i'd say these are kind of dumbasses on (laughs) oh no 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 um this is a good one actually and then i'll tell you the the dumbass the dumbass one was my husband um okay my this this came from never quit jeff my dad's 79 years old and wants to get back into exercising. Any advice for him on how to start? How old? 79. 
Cool. Um, never too late to get back into it. I mean, I, you know, 79, I would definitely say check with the doctor just to make sure before anything gets going, but you know, whatever, I I think like some weight training, like I, I walked my parents through some, some weight training stuff when I was home a few months ago, just because they need muscle. And I don't think they have much of it. My dad likes to walk a lot, but he doesn't have like any muscle tone. And so, um, and I just had them do seated like exercises, uh, for their arms and abs and some back stuff. Um, they can stand and walk and stuff, but they both have kind of bad backs. So, I just thought like we'll start here and see, but I would just say like getting some like eight, 10 pound weights. I don't know anything else about this man. He might be a former bodybuilder, so (laughs) he might be able to lift heavy, but you know, simple, simple movements that are, uh, easy to kind of navigate with an older body. Yeah. I would go, I would go multi-pronged um, and I would do functional exercises. I would do weight bearing and weight training for bone density and muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would also uh, work balance, um, proprioceptive awareness and proprioceptive awareness and balance. So that's like single foot stuff. Um, you know, doing step ups, that kind of thing, not letting, you know, no handrails. And again, this is also after he's been checked out by his doctor, you know, and got the green light to try all this shit. Um, because as we age, you lose your proprioceptive awareness, your balance starts to go. And, um, you know, older people take spills and they break their bones and then they have to spend time in a hospital and they atrophy whatever little muscle they had. And that's where bad shit starts to go down. So I would do, you know, a lot of, a lot of balanced stuff. And I think that, you know, you know, incorporating, you know, when I say functional, that means like stuff he's going to do in his life. So just like standing up out of chairs, you know, yep. doing that the right way in and out of chairs, you know, he doesn't have weights at home. You can do soup cans. There's all kinds of shit you can do that. You can add a little bit of weight, you know, hold books, all that kind of stuff. But you know, now you can find dumbbells pretty cheap, you know, get him a couple of little dumbbells. Um, and, uh, you know, this is, I think Aaron and I are both operating, you know, under the suspicion that he's doing nothing. Um, but you know, like Aaron said, he could be a bodybuilder. So apologies if the weights that we're throwing out are insulting, but (laughs) yeah, that's, that's what I, that's where I would go with it. And then, you know, as far as he wants to take it, but you know, walking outside is great. Um, that's good for balance too. off a treadmill. Um, if treadmill's all he's going to do, then, you know, great, fine, do it. But I think outside is really good because uneven ground, um, you know, mixed and varied terrain, you know, cobblestones, curbs, all that kind of stuff, stepping up, stepping down, all that is really good for proprioceptive awareness. So he's going to keep his balance and not take a late in life spill, which can cause, you know, a downward spiral, but good for him, dude. 79, man, get it in before you're 80. That's right. Big 80 party, you know? That's, yep, that made sense. Okay, okay. <laughs> you want, well, this one's from Jason, uh, my husband. Are big asses the best asses? From a trainer's perspective, is what he said. <laughs> I mean, 
I think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like. All right. I mean, I, you, you heard it here. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? <laughs> I think the best ass is the ass that is strong. So I don't care if it's tiny or big. It's just, you need to be able to I mean, fire what do you like to, What do you like to look at? Probably a big, big ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people are tuning in for the honesty. There's definitely like, there's definitely an audience. Look, if you got a little tiny ass, there's an audience for you. There's somebody out there that that's their jam. Yeah. Um, you just got a couple of big butt enthusiasts that are hosting this podcast. It's just yeah. what it is. <laughs> a couple of big butt enthusiasts. I've got... Uh, Aaron and I both also have big asses. It may be a little confirmation bias. <laughs> yeah, it's we like, like yeah, we're trying to we're trying to promote that in the world. Just big promote asses. it in the world. Yeah, and then I, you know, if I'm walking around with my big fucking ass, like you know, <laughs> I'm like, of course, I'm going to appreciate somebody else. That's you know, <laughs> yeah, you you do a little nod. Yeah, honky donk, Badonk. All right, one final question. Okay. This one seems like there's like an ins. This is like an inside, maybe an inside joke, something. Um, Stanger, please tell stories about getting written up at your gym, like calling guy squirt. Uh, this is so. Oh God! At the gym where I work out, I've been written up twice, Aaron. At the gym you work out at? Yeah, yeah. Over. I mean, I've been there for a long time, so. I mean, I've been a member you, for. What did you get writ? Okay. <laughs> they're okay. both like they're both pretty minor incidents. It was just like the wrong the wrong person at the wrong time. I didn't know you could get written up at a gym. I guess well, it makes sense that you can. It's 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 not. It's just that they're called incident reports at this gym, at least. Okay. And it's just because somebody contacted the manager, and whether you're at fault or not, you're involved in an incident, and so one of them. Um, uh, like I was at this gym, you're not allowed to use the, your cell phone. I, maybe that's not the rules anymore, but at least when I was for a while there, that was the case. You're not allowed to use it. You're not allowed to use your cell phone. And so I was doing some bike. It was like a Sunday. The gym was fucking empty. There's maybe one other guy that was kind of by me on the bike and I was on the bike and my phone was ringing and it was Nancy, my wife. And so I didn't answer just assuming that she'll text if she needs me. Um, cause I was just f- finishing at the gym and then she called again and I was like, Hmm, that's weird. And then yeah, called again, calls. like the third time. And I was like, well, fuck something's going on. So yeah. I just like picked it up and like quietly was like, Hey, what, what's going on? You know, that move. And she said, Oh, nothing. I just, well, you know, it was like nothing for some, I don't know why she called. It was like, she was maybe driving and couldn't text or something. And I was like, yeah, okay, well I'm, you know, I'm at the gym and I got to And, uh, and so there was a guy that was kind of by me, this guy that I was talking about earlier. And, uh, he, um, came over like the second I got off the phone and he was like, um, you're not allowed to use your phone at the gym. And I was like, I know my, I'm sorry. My wife called and she did it three times. And so I thought it was going to be quick, but if it was going to be long, I was going to go outside, but you're right. And I'm sorry. And he's like, you're just, you're not allowed to use the, your phone at the gym. And he maybe did like another lap on it. And I was like, okay, dad. And so, you, did you say, a, okay, dad? Yeah. Yeah. And that was all I did. And then the guy <laughs> fucking, he turned red and then went and then got a manager and the manager came up and said, like, wanted to know, like, if, like I, you know, 
there was a verbal altercation or whatever, and I had to explain what I did. And the guy's like, the guy, yeah, and the guy, it might have been a girl or a guy, I can't remember who the manager was at the time. I and mean, this is like probably like 10 years ago. And so um, they laughed, at, you know, they were like, I have to write it down. You have to write down what happened. And I think this guy, this guy was just at the age to where you're maybe feeling a little self-conscious about aging anyway. It just got him. It just fucking yeah. got him. And so, and then the second one was somewhat recently, um, maybe like a year, two years ago. I feel like it was before, before the shutdown. Um, but maybe it was, maybe it was right when the gyms opened back up. I can't remember. And anyway, I was waiting to use a piece of equipment and there's a guy that was on there and, you know, doing his shit. And so I was, I asked him, you know, how many more, the, how many more sets you got going? And, uh, and he was like, I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know. And like had his shit in there, like his earphones and stuff in there could not have been more rude, could not have been more rude. And so I went and I did a bunch of other stuff cause I'm pretty resourceful and like, I, it's not sure. like I need to do this. And then like I came back around, I don't remember all the specifics of this one, but <laughs> cause you blacked out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I feel like I asked him again, again, politely and got a brush off. And I don't remember if it was this time or like the third time, but finally, like I came back around and this, the, you know, for the purposes of the story, you should know that this guy is, wasn't a tall man. <laughs> he was maybe noteworthy okay. shorter. And okay. so I said, um, you about finished here squirt. <gasps> and, uh, and then again, like the same kind of thing, like the person went red. <laughs> Yeah, finish your squirt. Oh yeah. my god! I called him squirt, and then um, and then left, and then came back, and then like I, you know, again had to like talk to a uh, a manager. This, yeah, somebody that worked there, and they, I got a second incident report. So Damn. I don't know. I don't know if like the first one's still there, um, like or if I could eventually be kicked out. It would be crazy to, if I got like kicked out for these offenses because uh. I feel like I've gotten in worse. <laughs> Like I've gotten into worse arguments at different gyms at different times and nothing has happened. Yeah. You know, more like kind of alpha toxic type stuff. These ones are all kind of like just me being a little bitch, like a little snippy bitch. And yeah. Getting in trouble. <laughs> just giving people a little jab and they are like, you hit them on the right day I, or the wrong day. I'm pretty nice. Like I'm not, I'm not yeah. confrontational and like, it's usually like the second or third time with both of these instances. It was like the second or third time where it was just like, dude, come on, you know, and this little Squirt. fucker, this, he was so rude. Like, so, you know, I was aghast at how rude this guy was. Like I couldn't, I couldn't take it. You know, I, I had to fucking assert myself in a, um, and it's not like I'm any like crazy tall guy or anything or that. I, even I know, care which that, even makes it even b better. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you're just like, you're not short, but you're what? Six feet. You're like just yeah, normal. Maybe six one. Yeah. Just <laughs> oh normal. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Six one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I might be. I don't know. I, I, I actually think, have we talked about this? Where like guys who are six foot say they're six one. Cause it is better or something. Oh, well we may have, because I, I actually recently measured myself because I thought I was six one or a little over and I would fudge up to six two mm -hmm. on things. Um, and then definitely like with football, you pad it a little bit, you know, you say you're taller, everybody does in every sport. Um, and so, and then I was like, shit, 
am I even six one? Like I might've been fucking bullshitting this whole time. You know, it's like you think you are <laughs> yeah. and then you really like measure yourself and you're like, fuck, I'm five eleven or whatever. So I had Nancy and stone measure me like exact. I was like, we got to get this exact, no shoes. And so we did it. And I am over six one, just a little bit over six one. So nice. I didn't feel nice. like too much of a phony, not too much stolen valor, but yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I I dated a guy who was six foot, and he said he was six one. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm six one. And they're just like, oh, I I think you're it's fine. Yeah. You're lying. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but squirt. That's like the perfect. That's the perfect like degrading. Uh, thing to say to somebody because it's not mean. It's kind of it's like funny. But yeah. if you're, if you have any insecurity, oh, it's going to set you off. And it sounds like you got him. Definitely inherited all that stuff from my dad, who is really good at um, a one liner or just like zeroing in on somebody's insecurity and then just, like <laughs> just, just hitting it right on digging, the head. Yeah. Digging your thumb into the wound a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't recommend it. And, uh, you know, it's not like I felt great after I did it, but. Um, it was, I did like what happened and how much trouble I got. And I did think it was fun. I shouldn't say I got in trouble. I, I don't think they cared. I think they just have to, you know, somebody complained. And so they, they talk about it and, you know, get everybody's side of the story. (laughs) It's like the frigging cops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can, we can, there's more, but we can save them for, we can save them for another day. Put a pin in it. Pinned. Pinned. All right. Um, well, let's close this sucker out. Hey, uh, if you guys have got any questions for us, we want them. Ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. If you have any flexes, send them over, send them to that same place. We love it. We like it. We love it. We want some more of it. We do. Um, uh, our socials are at the dumbbells. Oh, the social media platforms all over. On behalf of myself and Aaron, we are the Dumbbells, all our wonderful contributors today. Um, the prize goes to Dan, who had a very relatable question and an incredible story about a transformation. We love to hear it. Dan, keep us surprised as to your progress. We like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. You almost forgot your little line there. but That was a HeadGum Podcast.